Hey guys, it's Elisha Tatarera here, and we are back with another episode of the For the Creatives podcast. Today, I invite Ashish Samuels to have a conversation with me. We delve into the world of creativity, chasing dreams, and our love for music. We also chat about two bands, one called The Cheese Sticks and one called Relevate Collective. So get excited, strap in wherever you are, in the car, driving to work, on a run, on a walk, and enjoy this episode. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Ash. Excited to be here, Mombo. <laughs> so I need some help. I have a plant here uh-huh. and I need to name name it. Yeah. So I've got a list of suggestions mm-hmm. um, that were sent in from people on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how much I like them, so I'm open oh, yeah. to new suggestions. Um, someone mentioned Henry. Someone said Jack. Someone said Plant. Someone said, they got real creative here. Yeah, it's good <laughs> um, stuff. And, oh, I had the list, but I've forgotten. But yeah. Um, do you have any ideas what I should name this? What kind of plant is it? It's an assorted foliage. Assorted foliage. So I don't know what it is. Zuck. Zuck? After the Zuckerberg. What, who's your favorite rapper? My favorite rapper. Right now, J-I-D. J-I-D? Yeah, Jid. Jid? Jid. Jid Zuck? Zuck Jid? No. I'm just going to call it Jid. Jid? Yeah, Jid. Have you heard music? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll listen to it later. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> um, but this plan is now formally called Jid. Hard. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, Ash, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, what are you... You're in school right now. You're in grade 12. Yep. Um, what are you going to be studying next year? Uh, next year, I'm looking to study paramedicine at the University of Sunshine Coast. Uh, so I've, I received an early principal's recommendation, which is pretty great. Nice. It means I only need to pass an 88 ATAR, but I just have to pass the course, pass the year 12. So it's pretty easy. Nice. Yeah. So an 88 ATAR, is that? Fairly high. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like I had pretty good marks coming out of semester one, but like even that would have been a... Like I was scraping into those high 80s, low 90s, so. Yeah, cool. So paramedicine, paramedicine is that to be a para- paramedic? Yeah. Is that what you're wanting to do or? Yeah, probably do the actual medicine a bit later, but yeah. paramedicine is good. Like it's, an entry point in. It's high adrenaline. Yeah. I can do it for a couple of years. It's really easy to travel as a paramedic. Pretty good. A lot of people end up doing like biomed coming out of high school and then yeah. So it's three years, all same as paramedicine, same as nursing, but at the end of three years, you don't really have a lot of job outcomes. Yeah. So I just chose to go into paramedicine. I was inclined towards paramedicine and radiology. Yeah. Both yeah. good pay and you actually get a job at the end. Nice. Um, so diverting from medicine, you are in two different bands. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about both of them just briefly and then we'll go a bit deeper. Okay. First is the the cheese sticks. Follow us on all social media platforms. The cheese sticks. The cheese sticks. Uh, the cheese sticks came out. Started last year. It's not the most serious band. I'm the only one that can actually play my instrument. Fun fact. So it basically we started. One of our mates wanted to learn how to play the bass, and we said, okay, let's go down to like our music room in the school. And then one of our other friends wanted to try as well. So I've slowly started teaching the three of these people their own instruments. <laughs> and we still really can't play them that well. But so it's like you're all a group of friends from group the of same friends. school. Yeah. yeah. We're really a group of friends, but we decided to be a band for like a couple of months. And out of that, 
we started writing songs because performing live was kind of really hard when you don't really know how to play your instruments. Yeah, yeah. So we wrote Fairy Tales, which is on Spotify right now. <laughs> on all that. streaming platforms. On all streaming platforms. Uh, stream that up. So kind of a, as a joke, but it's fun. It's become a little cult classic at the school. And um, then second band is hmm. Relevate Collective on all streaming platforms. Night Today should be out by the time this is out. It's, this is a lot more serious music. So we, we have an album coming out November 20th. Nice. It's just super solid. Friend of the podcast, Aaron, made it. Yep, yeah. So, so really happy about that. And then Secret Third Group is... Ah. So when I was, like, really young, we... There was, like, just in our music class, there's a bunch of boys, and we call ourselves the Powerpuff Boys. The Powerpuff Boys? Yeah. Yeah. And we have, we have one song on Spotify. So go stream Wait, that up. what? I have not yeah, seen I didn't this. Like, <laughs> I just seen, like, grade 10. It's kind of a fun thing, because we put on SoundCloud, and it was funny like that, and then I was really determined for, like... A cut, like a solid week of getting it on Spotify. Yeah, so I like yeah. researched for hours trying to figure out how to do it for free, which is, and I eventually got it on. The royalty payment's like really sketchy, but like it's on, so I don't really mind. Do you get royalties from it? Like, do you make money? I could, but like it's just like because you put it on for free, the cut's huge. Oh, okay. The yeah, cut's yeah. huge, and there's like a threshold on when you can like cash out. Yeah. So you have to get like a certain number to cash out. Yeah, it'd be pretty tough. Yeah, so boo, what's it called? Uh, I can't even remember what it's called, but boo them. Cancel the platform. Cancel them, use DistroKid. <laughs> nice. Um, so with the cheese sticks, yeah. which um, I love the name, <clears throat> my lactose intolerant stomach doesn't, no. um, but the first song you guys have, Fairy Fairy Tale. Yep. Um, I listened to it again this morning. Thanks. Um, what, like, I mean, I'm sure it was a very, like, it might have been a spontaneous journey, but w is there any meaning behind it? Or why did you guys come up with that name and that song? I mean, the band, the nature of the band is very satirical, so yep. the kind of upbeat, positive message of Fairy Tale was fun. It does have its rural aspects uh, and the lyric. Because it talks about like being Prince Average, which I thought was a fun lyric. Yeah. Because <clears throat> so. the opening line is like, um, <clears throat> oh, I had so I'm much in fun. Jack's. Yeah. Is it? I'm in Jack's. I'm staring at the ground, trying to get down. Jack's beanstalk's a little too tall right now. I loved that. I'm feeling like Prince Average in this dead end town. I had a lot of fun writing that verse, yeah. but so it's just about like being in a rural town. You know, most of us want to get out. No offense to Bundaberg. Yeah. But like it was, it was a fun song to write. It's satirical in nature. It's like a, it's definitely copying a lot of other music in, the kind of genre. But yeah, because would you say it's more like um, alternative indie style? Yeah, it's like indie pop. Yeah, it's yeah. like very cut and dry indie pop. Yeah, yeah. I've been um, I've been loving like a lot of alternative rock bands and alternative like you know indie sort of grassroots smaller oh, Australian bands. Yeah. Um, I used to be like fully obsessed with hip-hop like like hardcore hip-hop mm -hmm. which i still do i still love hip-hop yeah. and pop but that mm -hmm. was like and r&b but that was like it now my taste i feel has expanded a lot more still yeah. expanding um but yeah definitely grew up listening to a lot of hip-hop yeah a lot of blues through my dad just because he grew up on the blues bit of indian music here and there which is kind of fun to diversify my music taste and how i create music yeah but then recently, kind of last couple of years, a lot more indie stuff, a lot more rock, a little bit of metal, a little bit of metal. Who would you, um, this is, this is always a hard question. Like who is your favorite artist of all time? Um, but at the moment, who is like you said before, Jid. Yeah. Um, so 
who is Jid? Like, what type of artist is he? Jid's a hip hop. He's a rapper. I don't actually listen to that much rap, but in okay. terms of like yeah. rapper, I listen to Jid's pretty up there. He's on Dreamville, which is J Cole's label, so he's on all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. I, I think I've heard of him. I just can't picture any of his. Yeah, songs. yeah. But I really listen to a lot of folk, alternative, and like indie pop stuff. To Claro, uh, Sam Fender, huge Sam Fender fan. Yeah. Dayglo, Dayglo's sick. It's a lot of people like that. Nice. Um, <clears throat> some of my favorites at the moment are like the Gorillas, but yep. some of their old stuff. Yeah. Um, who else? I had to write a few down because I couldn't. Uh, I knew I'd forget um, in this moment. But Radiohead, Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. um, Niles Barkley, the 1975. Oh, 1975 is sick. Mm. Love them. And like Green Day, Paramore, those yeah. types of bands. Um, so, with the, you know being in the the music sphere and being in that space what do you like about music whether it's writing or playing like what got you into it uh i mean i've been playing music for a long time well not that long probably started in like year six started on guitar actually year five started playing clarinet hated it but i stuck it out for like five years so five years but five years of clarinet hated every day of it (sighs) wow okay it's like that sucked and i found guitar in like year six so that was could play that for a while Got pretty decent at guitar, so I'd still say like my main instrument is guitar. Yeah. As much as I play a couple of other things, but like, I mean, like acoustic, it's... electric. I started on acoustic. Play bass, play drums, play. Technically, can still play clarinet. Can play violin, bit of flute. Yeah. So whatever I really need to on the day, but. So on that, it's fun. My dad played when I was growing up, so got that influence. Yeah, nice. What did your dad play? Uh, well, he played ch- guitar in the church, and yeah. then. Growing up in India, didn't really have too much access, so we played a harmonium, which is kind of like an accor- accordion, but with is like works differently. A They're quite bit. big, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. still like kind of an accordion kind of thing, but it's yeah. harmonium. Oh, nice. So when you're involved in music writing, whether it's on your own, I don't know, in your own space, um, or with a group of people, what is the where do you go to write music? Like I know some people have spoken about, you know, like they. Um, there's different things that inspire them or mm-hmm. there's different headspaces they have to be in and then they get into this like creative flow. So I guess, what does the creative process for writing a song look like for you? Well, you can look introspectively and be like, oh, what have I experienced in my life? And then work off that. But to be honest, a lot of time it's just TikTok. I love TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok as a platform is so, cause you just get so much stuff a day. I actually draw from TikTok like a lot. Yeah. Poems on TikTok go hard. Like so many people post poems. So I work off that a lot work off like people just like put like random things on like videos so that yeah. stuff's always cool you kind of get to see what other artists are doing because there's just so much on tiktok oh my gosh there's like millions of new videos being posted daily yeah. like can be- i can barely keep up and all music but... comes from something nothing's original in music anymore so like, yeah i draw from so much other so many other people's music if it's just one word like i'll just do a song and i have one word that's enough for me to go off yeah even fairy tale was pretty liberally uh, influenced by Bristol Maroney song. Which song? Uh, Freaking Out in the Interstate, which is like a huge song, but like it's definitely inspired a little bit and you can probably hear it. Okay, nice. I think that's like creativity in general. It's like we're never, you know, like completely creating something new. Yeah. Every creation, like in a sense, there may be some things you could question around that, but in a sense, everything we create is like, 
inspired from our lived experiences or from our environments or something else around us. We like pull from from that. On that though, what is creativity to you? I think it's expression, telling stories, storytelling goes so much into that. Yeah. So creativity is just like your ability to tell stories and show emotion and that's pretty much it. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, and with the music um, side of things, so you're, cause you're studying, you're going to be studying paramedicine soon. Yep. So. And going that direction. Mm-hmm. What's your headspace like? Like is music just going to be a hobby? Do you want to do more of it in the future or is this, what are you thinking? Tons more. I'm trying to be in as many bands as possible next yeah. year and just, cause I haven't really played with a really good band other than like church stuff, but like yeah. in terms of secular music, I haven't really played with like a really tight band. Yeah. So yeah. hoping to get into one of those next year and then just go from there. Trying to bartend next year, that's my main goal next year. Is just start bartending because I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Because yeah. I've like grew up cooking, grew up doing all that kind of stuff. So anything creative, I've probably tried at least once. So bartending sounds like a lot of fun. So it's just bartending. My goal is to bartend. So I, I made a goals list the other night. Oh, nice. Actually, nice. I'll, I'll pull it up. It's in my notes. So I have some goals I've made for next year just because uh, I think I, I need direction. I like yeah. having structure in my life. So my goals for 2023, I want to have a stable group of friends because I picked Sunshine Coast because actually not that many of my friends are going. Pretty much everyone's going to Brisbane and like kids go to Brisbane and then they just stay in the same friend group for like 10 years and I wasn't feeling that vibe. So mm-hmm. picked Sunny Coast. It's close enough to everything. I grew up there. Oh, really? Yeah. There's like, I think I've like, I know two people going to Sunny Coast, mm-hmm. but like I'm really not too close with them. So stable group of friends. I make friends pretty easy. So I'm not too stressed about that. Yeah. I want to find a good church, but like it's Sunny Coast, there's a couple around. Yeah. Not fail the unit, which is huge because I'm doing a lot next year, hopefully. So I'm not trying, I don't need to do like super well, but if I yeah. just, just not don't fail. fail, that's good. I want to start meal prepping, just like out of efficiency. Yeah. Uh, work out, that's a really broad term, so. Yeah. <laughs> My specific fitness goal is half marathon. So I've, I've run a lot in the past. Me and Elijah have seen each other a couple times at Park Run, like once. Yeah. Wait, when was that? I don't know, man. That, yeah, we I'm have, remembering it, but... We both have, me and Elijah have done Park Run. It's like a memory locked away. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But there's so many people at Park Run. I'll just like look at someone and just like continue running. Yeah, yeah. And then my music goal is song with 10,000 streams, be in a band, write a song a week, with, and be a more versatile guitarist because at the end of the day I am still a guitarist like yeah. at my roots Super cool. yeah. so I have to kind of get back to that that's awesome yeah. it's really cool that you've got a bit of direction yeah, yeah. Um, sounds like it's going to be I don't know like a really big exciting year new yeah, adventures sure. new city um, definitely I love the Sunshine Coast because like I mean it's getting busier mm-hmm. but it's not as busy or as condensed as Brisbane is yeah. um, but you still have like beautiful beaches that you yeah. can go to quite <clears throat> depending on where you are but like quite quick um beautiful beaches that you can access yeah. quite quickly the hinterland mm-hmm. and then you've still got a bit of city like you've got enough shops out yeah. all around and there's so many bands in sunshine coast mm. so many bands so that kind of gives like brisbane it's like oversaturated yeah and it's just like really hard to get gigs in brisbane from what i've heard from my mates who play around but like sunshine coast is easy uh but like a lot of bands, a lot of musicians, so it sounds like a good time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went to Big Sound Music mm-hmm. Festival a few weeks ago. Yeah. I hadn't heard of it before I went, but I think it's like, 
it's either run in partnership with tri- Triple J or Triple J just sponsor it. Yep. But like most of the artists, uh, have you heard of it? I've heard of Big Sound. Okay. Yeah. So most of the artists are like indie, like, you know, smaller um, musicians and stuff or bands. But it was just like such a fun time. Mm-hmm. So it was like over three days. I didn't go to the full thing. But the first night in Brisbane, they had like 15 to 18 different venues. Mm-hmm. And um, you could you had to have like the big sound wristband on to get into any of them. Mm-hmm. So it felt like this exclusive sort of like club. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the bars were like, you know, upstairs in this really cool venues or you had to go through like an alleyway or downstairs or something. Yep. Um, but I just loved it. Like I didn't... Well, I wasn't personally a fan of all the music styles, um, but I was exposed to some new stuff and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I I looked them up on Spotify and yeah. Um, I I love music. I'm not a musician, Mm -hmm. um, which anyone who knows me (laughs) will know. Um, Yeah. No, there's a guitar in the background. You guys can't see this, but there is a guitar in the background. (laughs) So he's, he's an aspiring musician, don't worry. Aspiring. I like, it's more the fact that I love music. Like mm-hmm. I love creativity. I love storytelling. I love music and how it makes me feel and how it can make other people feel. But I don't have the skill and I have, I'm not developing the skill um, to be a great musician. That's yep. not, but I do want to get at least a bit better in guitar. Um, so I was going to ask you, like, what is your superpower? So I think you mentioned like on, a, on an instrument level, guitar is like your core yeah but in general like what is one thing that you think you're really good at i think like just genuine genuine musicianship i think i adapt really well in a lot of different environments yeah because like i see a lot of kids coming up playing instruments and they go through like amy b levels and they just don't have the ability to adapt like they can read they can read sheet music they can play all their set pieces but they lack the ability to like really play with others. Yeah. Okay. It's like that's kind of my superpower because I've just grown up playing so much with others. Yeah. Because a lot of my dad's friends were musicians, so I've kind of grown up playing with them. Did you? Do you think you might have pulled a bit of inspiration from that, from that like your dad's friends? Oh, definitely. So my dad has like three really musical friends. So someone he worked with for like 10, 15 years was Cameron. Definitely not 10, 15, like seven, six, six, seven years. Shout out to Cameron. Shout out to Cameron. Cameron gave me like a very, one of my first like really good electric guitars. Okay. So that kind of helped yeah. me along a lot. Yeah. Shout out to Cameron. He's good, plays the blues really well. And then Dowd, which Dowd's funny because my da- Dowd started learning like a couple years ago. Yeah. So he yeah. kind of learning along with me, which is fun. And then Rashad, Rashad's the best one out of all of us. Rashad was a session musician in Canada played with Michael Jackson at some point. Whoa. Did like toured America as a, in a band is on, he's French Canadian. So like very thick French accent, but he's helped me a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think I've drawn a lot of inspiration from his style of play. And of course all the musicians I get to play with at church, especially people like Pete Beasley. Yeah. Which is like have a lot of experience in the field and a very defined sound to their own playing. Sounds like you have, um... <clears throat> A diverse range of sort of inspiration and people to sort of pull from and sort of a lot of mentors. Yeah, yeah. Like even Aaron's kind of helped me along this year with a couple of producing stuff. So like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Sounds like a really good um, starting, well, not not a starting point, but a really good like you know base, a strong base to yeah. go into moving to a new city and to pursuing that direction Definitely. more. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So. Um, you know, Dr. Dre, right? Yes. Okay. Um, you know, let's just imagine a few years time. Okay. You're 
you've been pursuing music, um, making a bit of a name for yourself, um, and maybe, I don't know, realistically, if you can do both of the, these things together, but you're also a doctor study in medicine. <laughs> you know, like Dr. Dre's actually a doctor. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm thinking of you. Okay. Dr. Ash, the, how does that sound? Or Dr. Ashish, but like as a musician's name, as your stage name. <laughs> Dr. Samuel, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Sam, Samuel's Dr. Samuel. Like, yeah, because doctors don't use that first <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Samuel. Yeah, that'd be hard. Or do you have any ideas of what a stage name, a I don't personal know. name? I think it's hard. Yeah. Because I, I, when I wanted to like, because I haven't really released too much music, I only released like two songs. Yeah. And both yeah. of those were pretty satirical, so they don't take themselves too seriously. But we live in Australia. We, me and Elijah are both minorities, fun fact. Uh, don't know if you guys know this, but so using my name, especially because Ashish, which is like a very ethnic name, is like an yeah. interesting thing to think about to release under a name which isn't too common. Yeah, okay. It's like I've had to, I still have to think about whether I would release under Ashish or something more generic. Yeah. Because at some level, it's like, do you want to appear like super marketable? Yeah. Or do you want to like sell yourself out and get whitewashed <laughs> like do I want to whitewash white myself it's a real discussion though it yeah. is because because <laughs> we both grown up as minorities like it's an interesting thing to think about yeah like yeah. how much it plays into how people perceive us before they even see you or hear your music yeah just a name yeah and if yeah. people just see me I'm automatically now an Indian musician instead of a, just a musician yeah even if I'm not playing Indian music I'm still because even if you don't market yourself like that yeah people like yeah. the media, the media would as well, just yeah. like naturally. You're a successful blank entrepreneur instead of just a successful. Entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> like when you are a minority, it's... it does come to play. So I have to think about if I want to go with Ashish or find a stage name, yeah. or go with Ash. Which like yeah, so. Just do what Marsh- Marshmallow does. <laughs> Don't release your identity. Yeah, no one knows. D- he hasn't. He still hasn't. He still hasn't. Yeah. No, he, he plays it as a joke like every year. Like Will Ferrell was Marshmallow one year. Uh, but like as minorities yeah. in creative fields, it's something to think about. Yeah. Is how to market yourself. Yeah, like it is something I had thought about with other musicians before, but it's not something I've had big conversations about when it comes to musicians, like yeah. in the music space. Like I um, can't think of anyone who looks... Like there's not too many brown musicians like around... Or like yeah. even like anyone like ethnic who really uses like a super out there name. Because like Pratik Kuhard, which is, he's like a folk singer. Yeah. Who's yeah. on Obama's top 50 musicians list like a couple <laughs> years ago. So there's him, but like I can't really think of too many people. Yeah, I'm trying to think myself. I'd, yeah. Like Dami Im. She's on X Factor a while ago. Um, one of the musicians... Um, who I don't know exactly what nationality, but like was a minority at Big Sound. Um, I love some of his stuff. Have you heard of YB? I think so. But that was just it. That was his name, YB. Yeah. So like, it's like just two letters. Not sure what the background of that is, but um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got a bit of time before you have to work. Mark, yeah. yeah. I, I think I'll play a lot out a lot more before I release. How to find people to write with and such, and yeah. really cement myself in the scene in Southern Trent Coast. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. And um, if you could, in the future, collaborate with anyone at all, alive, alive or dead, actually, anyone at all in the world, mm. what what comes to mind? 
Phoebe Bridges. I love Phoebe Bridges. Phoebe Bridges. Phoebe Bridges. It's not Phoebe from Friends, the show, is it? No. <laughs> have you never heard of Phoebe Bridges? You know, I don't have a great memory. Most people that know me know huge. that. So I may have heard of her. Yeah, or like Lizzie McAlpine, which is another cause cool singer-songwriter. I'm going to write these names down. Yeah. So if you could collaborate with anyone, it'd be... Yeah. Yeah. Because they're both like really cool writers and their instrumentation is really cool. Like yeah. it's unique yeah. music. No, that's awesome. Um, so outside of medicine, well, yeah, medicine um, and music, what other hobbies do you have? I cook a lot. So yeah. I've grown up cooking. Uh, what to do with my heritage and such. Yeah. But that'd be cool. Maybe you want to open a restaurant one day. Nice. So that'd be fun. Something me and my dad have always spoken about. Because yeah. my dad cooks a lot and he's pretty involved in business and stuff. So he's always thought about it. Yeah. Because what does your dad do at the moment? Uh, my dad is head of radiology at Canberra General. Canberra General. So he's, but he does a lot of, even though it's his job, he does a lot of business stuff. Yeah. And like real estate and stuff. So like going into commercial real estate, of course, and like opening a restaurant has always intrigued him. Yeah. No, no. So it may be something in the future. Big aspirations. Yeah. Um, when I was in grade seven on the Sunshine Coast, um, me and two of my close friends at the time, we had this... Um, I think I mentioned this before, but we had this dream and we like wrote stuff out on starting a restaurant called mm -hmm. The Three Musketeers yeah. because we I, all I loved cooking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's still very much a, I feel like I could also in the future open a restaurant, but. Yeah. I mean, you've done a lot. I feel like you've done like, <laughs> I was on Instagram one time and I, I like, there was a recommended profile and it was your old clothing store on. Oh yeah. House of Zen. Yeah, House of Zen. And yeah. I'm looking through this, I'm like, who? Cause I was just kind of intrigued cause like yeah. I'd heard the name just like driving past. So I was looking through this and I <laughs> I see a bunch of Elijah's sister modeling one of the clothes. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I came to it, I'm like, oh, Elijah owned the place. I'm like, of course Elijah owns the place. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think there's still a lot of people that know me now that don't know that. Yeah, um, I, I figured that out so late. Yeah. I was like, oh, real? Because <laughs> it's just an unexpected thing. Because when did you buy that? Like, when did you open the place? I was 18. You were, so, yeah, you were, which is so yeah. long. <laughs> 20 each. I've lost track of years. 2016, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that's so long ago. And mm -hmm. I was just really confused by that. Because you wouldn't put together, like, an 18-year-old. Yeah. It was, it was a very big... Um, like, I've, I've spoken about it before, I think, briefly on here. And I'm going to be talking about it more in one of the next episodes coming up. Yeah. Um, one of my friends is actually going to interview me on mm -hmm. this on this podcast. But um, it was a very um, when I was 18, and I still think I still think this way, it, uh, but with a bit more wis wisdom. When I was 18, I thought I could do anything, like anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to me, in the moment, it didn't seem like a big thing. I was just like, the opportunity's there. Let's, let's yeah. go for it. Um, what is um one sort of, I mean, you've already spoken about a few big things, like, you know, you're going to be studying paramedicine, mm -hmm. maybe being a paramedic, medicine, music, um, maybe opening a restaurant. Yeah. But if you could do anything at all, like anything in any location of the world, not worrying about money, what would it be? I would be a musician because musician, yeah. being a musician is fun nowadays because you don't need to be anywhere. You don't need to be in like a city hub. You can just like be in a garage yeah. somewhere random and just like make music and produce like Dayglow lives in like rural Arkansas and just like makes music out of a shed or something. Yeah. I don't know that to be true, but like he's like somewhere rural-ish. So you can just do that and release music on Spotify so I can be anywhere. And I always told my dad I was going to move to the Netherlands because it seems like an interesting time. Okay. So like Netherlands and just make music. I want to go to the ne Netherlands next year actually. Yeah. But yeah. That's cool. Sounds like fun. Um, I like cold weather as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
and with like social media like TikTok like I mean we know it's still hard for musicians to make it big and to make a career out of it yeah it's it's a hard platform <laughs> but TikTok has like made it I think more possible for musicians outside of agencies oh, definitely because it just puts your music in like random people's hands yeah and like the algorithm's kind of tough to get a hand on I've tried for like a while yeah and like it just doesn't make sense to me Cause like I'll release like I'll put five videos out for like three hundred four hundred likes, cool. Yeah. Then like a week later I'll get like seven. So like patterns and like when you're supposed to post. And they keep changing the algorithm and like changing small yeah things. Yeah, bro, yeah. it's long. Like I don't understand it to be honest. But like. But if you can make it on there, like it's got the potential. To... I think it's chance. Like yeah. And like, cause you've done this stuff too. Like to look at like your the statistics on the thing. It's like average watch time. Yeah. Like you have to hook them in like first two seconds to keep them in for like twenty seconds. Because, like, if you look at it, my average watch time on, like, a video that does well, well yeah, is very yeah. relative. Well here is, like, 400 likes, like, 300 likes. Yeah. And the average watch time is, like, 22 seconds on a minute video. So it's... And something that does badly is, like, six seconds. So, like... I think what we've seen um, with TikTok, especially, like, over the last few years, is that there's been a big push to, like you mentioned, capture people's attention in those first two seconds. Yeah. But because of that a lot of people are focusing on trying to shock people on that shock factor. It's like, um, and I think this is across the board. It's like trying to make the most craziest thing or trying to, you know, even sort of borderline manipulate you in in the wording and how things are done to get you to listen. But I actually think soon we're going to see a bit of a convergence away from that. Yeah, away from short form content. Well, I think well, I think we'll still have short form content, but I think a bit more focus on long form content. That's That's quality content though. Um, focusing yeah. on quality, actual, like, stuff that has substance. Yeah. I think. Um, but I guess it's cyclical. We yeah, had Vine, yeah. and then huge shift to YouTube, and now we're on TikTok, and I guess we'll go back to... Oh, I loved Vine. Like and Vine was the same thing, because you had seven seconds. Yeah. You, like, you can't even set up a joke. Like, it was punchline first, then, like, just explain. And then YouTube yeah. was so much more quality. But just when Vine like first came out, like I I was a Vine creator. Okay, I didn't have more than yeah. 400 followers, but I was a Vine creator. Yeah. And it was just, I th- think for me, that's one of the points in time where I sort of birthed, birthed this idea of content creation. Like I don't do a heap of my own content creation right now. Um, but like, you probably don't know, but I've made YouTube videos before, a pa- music parody video what? before. Yeah, like wow. a few different things. <laughs> um, they're not up live at the moment. Oh, damn. But that's where it started was with Vine. Yeah. And I was like, well, I could actually like play around with these different like, you know, transitions or it wasn't even crazy stuff back then, but it was yeah. like, it just felt cool. I'm too young for Vine. I was like <laughs> eight years old when Vine was kicking about. So, uh, yeah, because it was like 10, what, 10 years ago or something when it was in its yeah, yeah. peak. <laughs> And Vine 2.0 came, but I'm not... No one. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't use that. But, um, yeah. No, it'd be cool to see what you do with music and what yeah. you do, where you, where you head. Um, do you have any parting words that you would like to share with the listeners today? In your <clears throat> 17 years of life. 17 years of life. Tough. Uh, I don't know, just have fun. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Have fun. Live life to the fullest. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't I'm not going to make it that formal. <laughs> I, I have a fun time in life. Like, I yeah. don't take life too seriously. I just kind of go day by day, see whatever happens. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's a question which you may have been asked before, and I've been asked so many times over in my in my short period of life, but it's like, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I do think it's important to have some goals and some direction. However, I like the question more, 
who do you want to be in five years? Like as a person, like who do you want to be? I want music to work. Like, yeah. I really want it to work. So like, like a good friend, a musician. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm pretty happy right now. Yeah. Like if I'm just, if I'm a paramedicine and just still trying, that's okay with me. Yeah. What do I want to be? I want to make it in music. But like, if it doesn't work out, I'll still be happy. Yeah. I don't know. I live a pretty fun life, to be honest. And like, I live a weird life compared to most people. And like, you can relate to this as well. Cause like yeah. we're at weird things throughout the week, like photo shoots yeah. and recording a <laughs> podcast and like writing nights. And like my mom, I was explaining to my mom. Cause I was like, where are you going? I'm like a podcast. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, what's a podcast? <laughs> Cause my mom was like pretty like uh, virtually challenged. Yeah. And yeah. like, she says something we just said, like, I, go in and she's like please turn off the car the bluetooth keeps on leaking I'm like what does that mean <laughs> and i don't know what she's talking about i think she's mean like the headlights but she called it the bluetooth and i don't i still it's the just... quote of the day the bluetooth <laughs> keeps on leaking uh, it's like uh, bluetooth still on i'm like what because it's suki swift and it's an yeah. old one too like i don't think she's leaking but she's just like the bluetooth is like on i'm like what do you mean bluetooth it doesn't have it's like and she talked like she pointed the headlights i'm like what does that mean yeah. So my mom's like confused by a lot of the things I do because like I have a photo shoot. It's like a photo shoot for what? Yeah, so many photo shoots this year. Yeah. I've had to do so many for Relevant Collective, and, like cheese stick stuff, and like everything. And like, in like a generation ago, a photo shoot would be more for like you know, a magazine or some yeah. PR media thing. Or someone who's more successful than we are. Yeah. And now we just like do them and we do Spotify releases. Yeah. Don't need a label. It's weird now. It's it's a new time. Everything's new so accessible. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming and joining the For the Creators podcast today. Thank you for having me. And we'll put make sure to put your links in the description. Yeah, I'll send them to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Thanks. And that is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope you've been enjoying this podcast. If you did, why not leave us a review? The more reviews we have, the more new people can find out about this podcast and the more episodes we can keep creating. Now, stay tuned. Coming up soon, we have an episode being released with Kirsten Williams. She is a business, life and creativity coach and we are going to talk about creativity on a deeper level and look at it a bit differently. So stay tuned for that.